Glory to God. I got my rainbow shirt on. You know why? Noah's Ark. And this is an enigma. I never heard anybody preach on this before, but I tell you what, it's the truth anyhow. The rainbow of Noah's Ark is the mind of Christ, the glorified mind, the glorified personality. When you get into the springs of the waters of life, as it is written, for, for, who any, for anyone who believes out of their belly will spring up the rivers of life. Or is that John 7:38? In the Amplified Classic, which goes into the Greek of what is written, it says springs. People are like, well, those aren't the springs of the Garden of Eden. Well, like, you didn't tell your face about Jesus in your spirit. Get your face saved. You're nasty. Glory to God. You got a spring of the Garden of Eden in your inner man. And that's what the Bible says. That's what Jesus preached. You see the same exact thing in John chapter 4. He gave the woman a drink of the glory in John chapter 4. And then the woman had a spring come up in her heart, out of her belly. You know, she was connected to God the Father again. Out of her belly flowed springs. And he said, you'll never thirst again. You'll never sin lusting after men again, looking for men to be your provider, looking for men to be your protection. Don't you know that's what the woman at the well was looking for? That's Eve's curse. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3, you'll desire the man. The woman at the well was desiring the man, had five husbands, and the man she was living with now was not even her husband. Because she was looking for man to provide for her and man to protect her. And then the man Christ Jesus comes around the Messiah of God and gives her the glory and says, listen, I know what you're looking for. I got it right here. It's a spring of glory in your belly. And it says the woman went back and told her town, come and see a man who's told me everything I've ever done. Summed it up in two sentences, just short and sweet. Sent her out as a revivalist. Didn't even tell her to come follow him. Sent her. She became a sent one after she got her spirit energized by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. The Word of God is the bread of the New Covenant, the table of the Lord, and the presence and the Spirit of God is the wine of the New Covenant. The bread and wine of Melchizedek. You read about the bread and wine? Everywhere in the New Testament it's called the New Covenant of Jesus Christ. And it's for your inner man until your inner man overrides and overtakes your outer man. The only problem with people is that their inner man is full of demons and their outer man runs their life and they got their mind attached to the flesh instead of their mind controlled by the spirit springs of glory that do come out of the Garden of Eden. They come out of the third heaven. The third heaven ain't out there. That's second heaven. That's Jezebel. The third heaven is in your belly, the springs of the waters of life. Another place, Revelation chapter 7, you read it again. And the good shepherd shall lead them to the springs of the waters of life. If you got a good shepherd, he's going to lead you to the springs. Where are the springs? The Bible tells you the springs are in your belly. That's when the bride births the Son of God in power, and we have a new Jerusalem on earth. And that's what we're trying to bring forth now. And these principalities, the Leviathan and Jezebel, doing everything they can to lie to every Christian in the whole world, especially charismatic Christians that are actually close, close to birthing, and having their waters break. Where does that... The Bible says the mighty breaking waters, that your waters may break. You know, it's called the birthing of the Son of God. First Timothy, 
says that, and you are saved by birthing the divine child. Not by childbirth, otherwise you wouldn't need Jesus. You could just have 20 kids, have a litter, and you just all go to heaven. But the Bible actually says, if you study it out in Greek, you're saved by birthing the divine child, by your waters breaking, your mighty waters, the rivers of living waters, the glory realm of the Garden of Eden, breaking and bursting forth out of your innermost being and through your personality. Through your personality means telling your face about Jesus in your spirit. You know? I look at these people I'm like, my God, we need the joy of the Lord. Lord, restore the joy of our salvation. Christians are by far the most miserable people in the world. In fact, anyone that's not a Christian is actually kind of having a good time out there right now. You notice that? The only people that are just nasty and miserable and vile and wretched are the Christians. I look at even other religions now and they can crack a smile, but I'll get her. I mean, this is a daily phenomena and I see it worldwide and the nastiest stuff is written to me every day and they're just venomous. I mean, we're seeing charismatic churches now on the East Coast and West Coast, mega ministries become venomous to our joy because they haven't told their faces about Jesus and their spirit, and they're all God-outside-minded. They're all come Holy Spirit Ministries, and they're like, what? How about the Springs Holy Spirit Ministries? You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing with our heads connected to the external realm? We're following the fallen angels. And we got a little bit of anointing on the inside, but it's like less than 1% of what's available. And then we'll condemn anyone that walks in a greater anointing as us and has greater revelation as us because they didn't go through our little school of supernatural ministry. They didn't go through my little, you know, clique and they're not a part of my little apostolic network. And what kind of divisions and factions fruit of the flesh is that? Galatians chapter 5 says, anyone that's in divisions and factions and envy and strife is bearing forth the fruit of evil spirits. Why would you be against brothers that are just showing you the gospel uh, that Christ is in you and the springs are in you because your entire ministry is based on shifting sands building on the soul realm instead of the spirit realm these people didn't build their entire ministries on the solid rock that's why all they can do is attack those that come forth now with the solid rock ministries which is knowing the springs of the garden of Eden coming out of your own bellies I mean, you could build on the anointed one and his anointing on the solid rock of Christ in you from day one after you're born again and grow from strength to strength, anointing to anointing. That's why we never steer to the left or to the right because I've built upon the solid rock for 20 years. 20 years going from glory to glory. Right after I got born again, I knew him on the inside. I did. God would tell me when I'd be fasting at Teen Challenge in 2000, put your hands on your belly. I could feel it pouring out of me. When I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, waves of liquid peace came through me and out of my belly and started speaking in tongues. It was glorious. Never heard of tongues. Didn't have a Christian background. But it all came out of your innermost being. God is restoring the original expression of Jesus Christ, Red Letter Ministries. Amen. He called it Red Letter Ministries because God the Father desires with His power and His glory and His signs and wonders and His lightnings and His cherubim and His seraphim and His four living creatures and the white throne judgment seat of Christ to restore the expression of actual Christianity of what's in the New Testament that almost nobody walks in. You could walk in 30-fold, you could walk in 60-fold, but it's time to walk in 100-fold. 
And the hundredfold can only be walked in by knowing the glory in you of Colossians 1.27. Amplified Classic goes into the Greek. It's not Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's not what it says in Greek. Nope. It's not Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's Christ in you, the hope of you realizing the glory. That's what it says in Greek. The hope that your mind comes out of the external bewitchment of Galatians 3, 1 through 3, having begun in the spirit, in the springs, trying to finish in your brain, in the soul power of religion, which is dead works, coming out of the dead works, hoping that you realize the glory of the springs of Christ in you, hoping that you birth the divine child, hoping that you get your face saved, because you actually got convinced that there is a spring. There are many Christians now that are coming against the springs of the waters of life of the Good Shepherd. You notice that? Who in their insane carnal animal mind would come against the springs of glory? You gotta be demon possessed and that's exactly what they are. You'll find that most of these people that have been serving in shifting sands, Jesus Christ called it shifting sands. He knew that there would be thousands and even millions of ministries that would be shifting sands because there's no obedience to Christ in the shifting sands of the soul. Obedience to Christ is only in the solid rock of your spirit where you can't fake it, where you can't pretend to be Christians by works or by signs and wonders or by preaching or by miracles. You can't fake it. You can fake it. You can bring the soul realm and perform signs, miracles, wonders, and healings and preach an external gospel, preach a come Holy Spirit gospel, preach a God is out there somewhere in space gospel and still have every miracle, every healing and and still not know Him internally. Depart from me, you doer of your own thing, which means iniquity. I didn't know you because you never got into the springs. You never were a New Covenant Christian. You operated as an Old Covenant Christian in your entire life. Depart from me. The Bible says that He sends those people that did healings out of their soul and flesh realm. The Bible says that He sends those people to hell. To hell. Because they didn't know Him. They didn't represent Him. They didn't obey Him. You can only obey Him if you know Him internally. (laughs) If you don't know Him internally, you don't know Him at all. And so repentance is bringing your carnal mind into submission to the greater one in you and repenting from submitting to the angels of light that deceive of Jezebel's Christianity that's in the world. It is Jezebel's Christianity that we're warring against in the USA. And the spirit of Elijah is what? The river of life. Jesus Christ said of Elijah, well, John the Baptist, that he was the Elijah that was to come. That's what it says. John the Baptist was the Elijah that was to come. And all John the Baptist did was get him in the river. That was his whole ministry. Preach from the river, get him in the river, baptize him in the river, and the Jordan River represents the river of the Father's throne of Revelation 22 verse 1. Proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb was the river of life that sparkles and crackles with fire and glory and creative power, healing the nations. The spirit of Elijah is the river of life. And the external realm that we're dealing with is Jezebel, the false prophet. The shifting sands is the false prophet. The spirit of Elijah is the river, the mind of Christ, and the rainbow of Noah's ark. 
It's the river coming out of your heart. It's the springs springing up in your heart unto eternal life or the eternal's life or the quality of life that God lives in the third heaven. That's what it actually means. It doesn't mean like, oh, I'm just saved and have fire insurance, bro. Look at my sound doctrine and theology. Gamaliel could have wrote in that and Jesus wouldn't even needed to die on the cross. Springing up in your heart unto eternal life means now your heart and your mind are beginning to enjoy God's quality of life on earth, the Zoe life, the third heaven life. It's not about just information for your head. This is not Gamaliel religion. Remember, Paul says, I counted my formal education of religion in my brain as garbage. Satan, he called it. He called it the devil. To be taught and to know Christ. To be taught and to know Christ. Where? In Him. Paul knew Christ in Him. Jesus knew the Father in Him. He said, it's the Father in me doing the works. Until we know the Father in us, I tell you what, we'll be in the wilderness. This is a promised land gospel I'm bringing you today hoping that you come out of the external into the internal, that your mind detaches from Satan and his angels and the angels of light of the wilderness and attaches to the good report that Christ lives in your belly. And there are springs for all of your hearts to live in the eternal's quality of life, that you don't have to live in Gehenna, the garbage heap anymore. We have lived in Gehenna, Three words in the Bible used for hell. Tartarus, reserved for sorcerers and fallen angels. Hades, the place of departed spirits of those who are sinners during their life. And Gehenna. And when Jesus said that his people were in hell, he was saying they were having hell on earth because they were perishing for lack of knowledge, like sheep without a shepherd, because they were not taught correctly by the Pharisees. The Pharisees were externally minded. Jesus comes with the river of life in the power and in the spirit of Elijah and restores all things and all hearts and all spirit life so that out of your innermost being can spring up God's own life and all the power that makes God God in the third heaven. Amen. That's the preaching of the gospel. That's the restoration of all things. That's the power of Jesus Christ. That's the power of the truth that sets you free. Not a truth for the soul, a truth for the spirit man. For the inner, eternal man. This gospel restores your eternal spirit man in the springs of the waters of God's divine Zoe life. And people are attacking the springs of God's Zoe life. They're attacking the river. What can a person do? You know, they can get intimidated and they can close the gate of their mind. Their mind, the renewed mind, is the gate of the river of life. Amen? Open up your gates for the river of life to come out. Renew your minds to release the springs of glory, to release the rainbow mind of Christ, the power and the ability of God the Father through your renewed minds. And so what the enemy does is he brings all these Pharisees and Sadducees and you know they're sad because they couldn't see and the Pharisees were Pharisees because they were so far from the springs that they couldn't see. So they'd attack anyone that has any anointing, any glory, walking in any shikaboomba sauce at all, any freedom. They really hate freedom. 
you can speak knowledge to these Pharisees and Sadducees and they'll love you. But if you start getting into the glorious freedom of the Son of God, they'd murder you in a New York second. That's the devil. He has a demon. They told Jesus he had a demon. You know, I'm, every day someone tells me I have a demon, every single day, negative, horrible word curses and witchcraft prayers come against me and my wife. And they can't kindle because we have the tongues of fire. We have the circumcision of the heart. And we just break off all those word curses that all the religious people are praying out of their own shifting sands. They try to put sand on you. They wanted to put the sand castle of their own little cult group that is submitted to some man or woman in the natural realm. Like, I'm not joining you in that pyramid scheme of religion. We're living in the Garden of Eden. God is our Father. And I love submitting to authority if it's actual authority from the third heaven and not your second heaven's external Jezebel witchcraft. Hallelujah. I went through all kinds of ranks to be here today. Man after man, prophet after prophet, apostle after apostle for 20 years to be speaking in authority. And I'm a man under authority myself. Hallelujah. I come with the authority of the heavenly Sanhedrin. I come with the authority of God the Father. Fully submitted with all my soul to God the Father inside me. Because I know Him like Jesus knew Him. Because Jesus Christ is the firstborn of those who know the Father in their own bellies, in their own spirit man. My inner man is having such fellowship with God the Father, but the external realm, people around me screaming, hysterical, crying. I mean, what kind of devils have you been serving to be so nasty? I mean, I'm in the, the most greatest breakthroughs of my entire life, and anyone that's religious around me is utterly horrified, dying and melting like the wicked witch of the East. I've noticed this for 20 years. It's not just here in Minneapolis. I've noticed it everywhere. That when the inner man gets built up, the outer man gets judged. And the outer man, which is the man of sin, the man of lawlessness, the outer man, the man of the Antichrist that always murders the inner man, and tries to put you under some legalism, some do's and don'ts, and some false authority, and some witchcraft. Gets you all bound up to fallen angels, you know, so you can be a good boy and a good girl, but don't ever get into the glory of God. Don't ever know Him on the inside, you know, lest you bring heaven to earth, and we have never-ending revival. And it's their outer man's getting judged by your inner man breakthroughs. Every single degree of intimacy with the Father that produces a greater glory. You know, He's the vine dresser of the wine vine, and your job is to keep your mind connected to the Father on the inside so you can bear fruit and fruit that lasts, the storms of the external realm. And when you have such fruitfulness on the inside and you've weathered all these storms, you can multiply that fruitfulness through everyone's inner man around you. And that's how the kingdom advances by the preaching of the gospel of the mature ones who have weathered many, many storms and are veterans of the Spirit. Not veterans of the flesh, veterans of the spirit of grace and the spirit of glory. That we stay fortified as a pillar of light in the temple of my God, as an overcomer with the crown of life on our head, on the white throne judgment seat of Christ where our spirit man is seated, and we stay in possession of our birthright, and we don't forfeit our birthright to the external realm of the fallen angels. Greater is he who's in you than the fallen angels in the world. And if you demonstrate the power, the authority, the energy, the dominion and the might of God the Father through your inner man, 
time after time, day after day, month after month, people begin to wake up and be like, oh yeah, it is about my inner man and the springs of God the Father springing up in my heart to cast off the grave clothes of the ability of the flesh and living by the sweat of my brow, to begin living by the fruit of my lips. The dove with the olive branch in its mouth, learning how to talk as a spirit being and repenting of being a natural being. What are you doing in the realm of the natural, wasting your entire life in the natural realm? Come into the spirit realm of Jesus Christ, the third heaven. Amen? Repent with all your mind from the external to the internal. Realize the glory and all the sins of the witchcraft of the fallen angels of Galatians 3.1 bewitchment of serving the false Jesuses and the false gospels of the external will be washed out of you. You're having your sorceries, your immoralities, and your idolatries forgiven you when you repent and return with all your mind to Christ in you and realizing the glory, the springs of glory. And then a rainbow is formed over your head, which is Song of Solomon 2.4. His banner over me is love. Is there any greater love than the mind of Christ, the seven spirits of God, the seven colors of the rainbow, of the creative ability of the glory cloud of God from the throne of Jesus Christ through our circumcised hearts and minds? There is no greater love than the mind of Christ, but the animal soul of the unrenewed carnal mind murders it every day, every lying thing, every accusation. Too much freedom. You can't have fun. Don't call it God, God. Call it new wine. Don't call it new wine. Remove those verses from the Bible. Be religious like us in the flesh. Self-righteous. I write us. I'm something apart from the springs. It's called Eve's curse, Eve's rebellion, and Eve's pride. Eve was deceived by the serpent that she could be something in the flesh. It's the original sin of the pride of life and the red dragon's curse. It comes off of you when your mind realizes the, realizes the glory and your waters break forth and you get washed in all your inner man from your own sorceries of trying to control everything in the religious spirit. That's what's being dealt with. All the sorceries of the bride of Christ, of her mixing her salvation with the world, with the fallen angels, with the white magic of Janes and Jambres. Being good apart from the springs is a non-existent thing. It's actually witchcraft. It's wickedness. There is no one good, Jesus said, except the Father. He didn't even say he was good. What? Why? Because he's the firstborn of many. Firstborn of many that realizes, wow, only the Father is good and His goodness is His glory springing up in my heart unto the eternal's quality of life through my renewed mind. And my mind releases that liquid love on everyone's heads and washes away everyone's sins and everyone's self-sustainment, everyone's self-consciousness, everyone's selfishness. Everything that makes you, you gets washed in the lake of fire and the glorified you of your inner man comes forth and you are saved. You are only saved from one thing the Bible teaches, from yourself. You're not saved from others. You're saved from yourself. And how are you saved from yourself? The deception that you are a flesh and not a spirit being. That you have not attached your mind actually to God in your own spirit. And you're saved from attaching your mind to your natural man. 
That's what repentance is unto life. God has granted you repentance unto life, which is the detaching of your mind from your natural man, your flesh, and the attaching of your mind to your eternal man. And then God the Father steers your inner man with springs and rivers. That's what it means to enter the promised land when your mind is done wandering in the wilderness in this external Jezebelic witchcraft and your mind returns home to the glory of the Father already within your spirit. And He's been in there the whole time. God's always in the spirit. You have a spirit. If you're born again, Christ is fully in your spirit. Colossians 2.10 says your spirit is made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit at spiritual rebirth. You'll never get any more of God. What you're doing is attaching your mind to God in you because your mind has been in hell. Your mind's been in Gehenna. Your mind's been in the natural, dry, arid places where you can't bear any fruit. And you can only grow in witchcraft. You can only grow in the sorcery of the fallen angels. But when your mind returns home to Christ in your spirit, the promises start to get birth. Your waters break. The living waters break. And you birth the Son of Power, which is the dunamis energy that mightily works within you, that's capable to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all you could expect, imagine, or pray for by birthing the divine child. And he's not coming out as a little baby. He's coming out as a 33-year-old man, the King of Glory. Lift up your heads that the King of Glory can come out. Come in as the Old Covenant. We're not practicing Old Covenant. That's sorcery. That's Kabbalah. It's the New Covenant. He's coming out. The King of Glory. Lift up your heads that the King of Glory can come out. How does he come out? By the sacrifice of your animal soul, your carnal mind, to the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ is the rainbow of His glory realms. And you realize, yep, He's always been in there. I just was doing my own thing with my head attached to the natural realm. Now that my head's submitted to God the Father in the glory realm, I go on autopilot. And it gets easier and easier. The angels are doing all the stuff. Walking with the Father in the coolness of the day. This is what Adam and Eve walked in. They had their spirit man completely hooked up to their brain. And their brain didn't have any consciousness of self. Any sin consciousness had a clean conscience. So they could get whatever they spoke all the time. They were living by the fruit of their lips, Scripture says. They had no seared conscience. They had no wickedness in them. They were perfectly clean. They were living in the bliss. They were living in the glory. They had unspeakable joy all the time in perfect paradise. And then when their head got attached to the natural realm, they got their conscience seared and they could never get back into their spirit man. Now, through Jesus Christ and the sprinkling of His blood, you can attach your mind to God the Father in your spirit man and live in what Adam and Eve lived in before they fell. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Partner with Brother Ministries. Donate at brethren.com. We could use your support. We're living in a crack house in the ghetto. we got a big destiny. Want to blow this thing up like Sid Roth at Supernatural. Let's build a studio. Let's go from glory to glory. Grow with us. Donate at brethren.com. Sow right into us and you'll grow with us because where your money is, that's what you will value. There your treasure will be. Put all your money into the glory realm. Therefore, that from the glory realm, you'll reap all your treasure. You cannot outgive God. Seed time and harvest remains forever. It is written. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.